Welcome to the Careers, Employability and Skills podcast from Queen's University Belfast. This episode was recorded during an information session on global opportunities in Canada and the United States, with Queen's alumni as guest speakers and hosted by Queen's Careers Global Opportunities Development Officer, Rory McGrillan. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to our very first Go Global Week information session for 2020. It's great to see so many of you join us today, so let's make a start. So in today's session, what we'd like to do is give an introduction to the Global Opportunities team. We would then like to give you an overview of the opportunities that are available for you to study and work both in the United States and also Canada. And then we're kindly joined today by two current Queen students, Michael Downey and Rory McLaren. They have participated on international programs in the US last year, and they have kindly agreed today to come along and share their experiences and also give you some insights into what they actually did. So in terms of today's session, I think we need to mention the elephant in the room. That is the current COVID situation. And it does seem very strange to be talking to you today about global opportunities, considering most, if not all of us, are dealing with lockdown in some way or another. However, the global opportunities that we are highlighting today are for summer 2021 and beyond. So although the thought of international travel may seem a bit distant at the minute, we're hopeful that in the new year, restrictions may change and a degree of normality may return. So in terms of our team, I think I'll start with an introduction to myself. My name is Rory McGrillan. I have been working for the Global Opportunities team for over three years now. And my role is very much to develop new international opportunities and programs, to encourage students to study and work abroad. And I very much see our department as one of the, the more exciting departments within the university, although I am biased. But on a day-to-day basis, I get to speak with students who are on an international opportunity, have returned or considering one. So there's a lot of excitement around that. And quite often, a lot of students would say how these experiences have been life-changing. I also am very fortunate to get a bit of international travel myself as part of my role. And in 2019, I was able to take a small group of students in New York for a career development program and also bring a larger group to Toronto for a leadership program. So I'm in a good position to talk about international opportunities in both the US and Canada. In terms of our overall aim, it's to promote and support students with international study and work abroad programs. The team is made up of six members of staff. We're very experienced in international programs, opportunities, and we have a lot of sort of experience that we can share with you. As I said, we're based in the Student Guidance Centre, and we engage with students on a daily basis. That could be through email, through video calls, we have weekly virtual drop-in sessions, and we run a range of virtual uh, information sessions throughout semester one and semester two. So for example, after Go Global Week, we will have a further 12 information sessions from external providers sharing information on their specific opportunities to either study, work or volunteer abroad. Today is very much about giving you an insight into the opportunities that we support and coordinate. We want to encourage everyone to re- review our website, uh, find out more specific details about these opportunities, go and register for information sessions through my future, and book a virtual drop-in session to come and speak with us on a one-to-one basis. I'm now going to pass you on to my colleague, Conleth, who's going to introduce himself and then begin the session. 
Thanks, Rory. Um, hi, folks. My name is Conliffe. Um, I, like Rory, I work in the Global Opportunities Team. Um, I look after kind of student outward mobility, so I try and get students like yourselves, Queen's students, to consider a range of work, study and volunteering opportunities abroad, whether that's going on for a semester to France on Erasmus or going for a full year to the US on the Study USA program. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a brilliant team to work in, and it's all, all the loads of exciting opportunities. Unfortunately, unlike Rory, I haven't had the chance to get away, but hopefully in the future I might get, can make it somewhere um, to go out in one of these programs. But yeah, there's a, there's a huge range of opportunities that are available, and what I'm going to do now is go through, take you through these opportunities um, for the US and Canada in particular. So we're going to focus on the US uh, to start with, um, and a few of the opportunities we're going to just mention are Study USA, Washington, Ireland, Project Children, USNI Mentorship, Ryan Immigrant Centre, Mountbatten, the New York Career Development Programme, and the George Moore Scholarship Programme. Um, a few of these uh, organisations will also be coming along to the Go Global Virtual International Fair, which takes place on Wednesday from 12 to 2. But we will throw up a link in the chat um, to that uh, session if you haven't already registered. We'll also be throwing up a few different links in the chat as well for some of the standalone sessions we'll be running towards the end of the year. Um, so if you're interested in the program, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to see um, the the links to the, the different uh, programs. So first of all, I'm just going to look at Study USA. So this program allows students to go out to the US um, to an American uh, college or university for a full academic year. It's a program that's administered by British Council. Fantastic opportunity. And um, there's around about sixty to seventy places available um, across all institutions in Northern Ireland. Um, so um, Queen's usually has around about uh, between 20 and 30 students going out each year. Um, the year um, you would go out, you would study business and or STEM related subjects when you're out there. Now, in terms of who's, uh, who's eligible, it's only open to EU full time undergraduate students um, of any discipline. Um, and you would apply in your second year. And that's when the applications would take place. Now the um, it's a huge package, a huge scholarship package. It's worth approximately about thirty-five thousand. Um, so included in that and paid for is your room and board for the full academic year. And um, there's a textbook allowance as well, and one return flight um, to the US. Um, the uh, in terms of the university fees, they're waived um, because that's an accommodation because that's paid for by the, the Department for the Economy. So for students, um, all you would be paying for are the likes of, <coughs> excuse me, uh, participation fee, which is around about £1,500, which if you're in receipt of a maintenance grant, this can be waived. Um, then also you'll pay for the likes of visas and travel and health insurance. Um, so it's a fantastic programme. A lot of the students who come back from it rave about the programme. Um, we're actually doing a standalone uh, uh, information session next Wednesday from 12 to 1. We've popped up uh, a, a, a a link in the question and um, the chat function there um, that uh, allows um, that, that will bring you straight to the, the session. Um, and the application usually for this session will close towards the end of the year, but I believe that it's going to be extended into and it's not going to be opened into the new year. Um, so um, if you're interested in that, you can either come along to our information session um, happening next Wednesday or uh, Study USA will be at the fair that's taking place on Wednesday. 
Um, the Washington Ireland program, this is a program that's uh, open to undergraduate and postgraduate students. Now, this is a 12-month uh, service and leadership program. There's been uh, a you know, few, it's a very prestigious program. The likes of, um, I suppose, Leo Varadkar has taken part in this program before. So in terms of that, the 12 months, eight weeks of that will be spent um, on a summer internship in Washington, D.C. or in, in New York. Um, the other, the other, um, the other part of that 12 months outside of that, that eight weeks will be, uh, you'll be based here, but you'll be continuing with the program. Um, now, the, in terms of the placements in, in Washington, D.C., the, in, the, in the past, we've had students that have gone out and have been placed in the likes of even senator offices. Um, I know that uh, when Barack Obama was senator, there was a student placed in his office for a while. Um, so it is a fantastic program, and again, honing in on, on leadership skills. Um, it's open to all disciplines, um, but only for undergrad and postgrad students. And whilst you're out in the US for that eight weeks, you would live with a host family in New York or DC, depending on where you're placed. In terms of the eligibility criteria, um, you must be born in the Republic or Northern Ireland, um, or a citizen of Ireland or Northern Ireland, or regard Ireland or Northern Ireland as home. And for this program, what we would advise is going on to the actual Washington Ireland website um, and you know, looking at all the eligibility criteria, because it is quite extensive. Washington Ireland are also coming along to the, um, the fair on Wednesday, so you'll be able to hear from them. And also there's a standalone information session taking place on Wednesday the 28th of October from 12 to 1. Again, we've thrown that up in the chat um, for you. In terms of the costs, it's approximately about £1,200 um, to, um, to, to undertake this programme. The Washington Iron Programme provides uh, the return flights, the accommodation, visas, um, and it gives a weekly stipend for students. Um, there is a scholarship available which applicants, successful applicants can apply to, um, to do. Um, so like I say, more information at the information session on, uh, on Wednesday the 28th. They'll be coming along to the fair on Wednesday, but then there's also the, the website you can have them refer to as well. So Project Children, another fantastic opportunity. This is um, a seven-week cultural exchange um, open to undergrad and postgrad students. Um, it takes place during the summer. Um, the first week of the programme, you would spend volunteering with Habitat for Humanity. And the other six weeks, um, you would spend on an internship with a US com company. Um, some previous examples of that internship was, again, similar to Washington Island, was spent in a congressman's office. But there's also um, different opportunities with um, um, local organizations in the US. During the seven weeks you, in the US, you would live with a host family, um, which means that your costs are, are quite minimal. Um, you would, you, in terms of what you would have to pay, it would be the likes of the program fee of about £100. Um, there's a processing fee for your J-1 visa, which is about $160. And then the likes of uh, travel insurance um, and spending money. So, uh, the program itself, Project Children, will cover the likes of your return flights, your bus transfers, medical insurance, accommodation, and again, there's a, a 150 weekly stipend that you receive when you're out there. So yeah, as you can see, it's a fantastic um, program, um, well, really well funded, and, there's, and it is competitive as well. There's about 20 to 25 places available on this program. In terms of the eligibility criteria, you have to be a full-time student, a resident of Northern Ireland or the Republic, um, or hold a UK or ROI passport and have to be between 18 and 24 years of age. And again, that, that criteria is stipulated by, by Project Children themselves. 
but the program is open to undergrad and postgrad students. Um, for further information, Project Children are coming along to the fair um, happening on a Wednesday. Um, you can. Their website is there at the bottom of this uh, at the bottom of this slide, and we will be running an a information session. Um, I believe it won't be taking place until um, the new year, but I would suggest always keep an eye on my future for all these information sessions because that's where we will usually do the sign up for them. And another uh, program I'm just going to mention is um, the USNI mentorship program. Again, fantastic programs allow students to spend one year um, on, a on a work placement, um, and that's for recent graduates. Um, now that year you would spend working for um, a, a leading um, corporation in the in the US. Uh, there's been the likes of Coca-Cola um, have um, taken on students. Moy Hennessy, KPMG, HBO, Teneo. Um, we've had a couple of students been out previously um, who uh, worked for Moy Hennessy and had an absolutely fantastic time. Um, the idea of the full year out there is to develop the business leaders of the future um, and future entrepreneurs um, and to and hone those links with Northern Ireland as well. It is a popular program and there's only 10 places available. And in the past, we've had students, sorry, the, the placement, placements where the students have gone to have been the likes of New York, Chicago, and Atlanta. Um, there is a salary available for, um, for students when they go out. Um, but I suppose the students who we had previously gone out, um, it said the biggest factor for them was the networking side of things and the amount of people they were able to network with when they were in the US, either going to um, the events that have been organized by the USNI Mentorship Program, or maybe within the organization themselves. But it is a fantastic opportunity um, for students just after maybe you graduate from Queens. Um, further information you can find on the USNI Mentorship um, website. Um, we will be, uh, be doing an information session that hasn't been organized yet, but again, if you keep an eye on uh, my future, you'll be able to see when that comes up. So I'm going to hand you over now to Rory, who's going to cover a few more programs. Thanks, Rory. Okay, guys, I'm just going to introduce you to the Rianne Immigrant Centre. Uh, actually changed its name this year. It was formerly known as the Irish International Immigrant Centre. And the university has very strong links with the centre. But in fact, there's actually two Queen's alumni work for the centre. Um, one is based in the US in Boston, and the other is based here in Northern Ireland and is on campus quite regularly giving information sessions. The centre is based in the centre of Boston and they are a J1 visa sponsor for students wishing to work in the US for up to one year. They also provide a lot of support and other services for immigrants in general across Boston from all across the world. For Queen's students they offer two programmes and the conditions are set by the, the J1 visa process. So the first one is the J1 one-year intern visa and this is for all students of all nationalities and all levels of study whether it's undergraduate, postgraduate or graduates and what it's the main eligibility criteria for this is that you need to have a placement or an offer of work lined up prior to you traveling out to the US and again that's stipulated by the J1 visa requirements. The second program that they run is the J1 Irish Work and Travel Visa, or the Graduate Visa Program. This one here is only open to Irish passport holders, which means that uh, this group of students can actually travel out to the US with either work lined up or can actually travel out in advance uh, without work lined up. 
and the Rianne Immigrant Center will help students to source a placement whilst they're out in the US or in advance for this particular program. The costs for this program are very competitive in regards to other J1B providers and sponsors, and that is one of the reasons why we would recommend them. But one of the main reasons why we'd recommend the Rianne Immigrant Center is that obviously there's strong links with the university and they also have uh, go out of their way to provide a lot of support for students in general, and particularly Queen's students. And uh, as I mentioned at the start, Michael Downey, he did his placement year out in the US, and he's going to talk about his experience in the US, but also the support that the Rianne Centre provided him with. So the next program I'd like to refer to is the Mount Batten program. And this is a 12-month US work placement uh, based in New York City. The organization secures placements for students of all um, nationalities uh, in some of the top top end multinational companies and also startup or scale up companies. Uh, they do provide a lot of support in terms of visa coordination. The program cost covers shared accommodation in an apartment with five other, four other um, Mountbatten participants. They provide a multi-level allowance of $1,275 and the participation cost also covers health coverage. So I've made reference to the cost very, very quickly because the cost of the program is $6,000, but that does cover your accommodation and your all the other sort of visa coordination health coverage uh, factors thrown in there. The program has two start dates, so one in March and again a second one in August. And in terms of eligibility criteria, the main criteria of this program is that you're a, a non-US citizen um, or you haven't studied in the US, got your degree classification from the US University. You have a 2-2 minimum and you have a minimum of six months professional experience. And the application process is that you register your interests with the organization. You then send them your CV and application details and they would set up a one-to-one -one meeting to see if the program is suitable for you and if they ultimately feel that they could put you forward for a placement with one of these companies. And then they would support you in terms of interviews and getting through to the next stage and ultimately being successful and being offered it. In terms of Mountbatten program, there is a lot of activities and events organized for Mountbatten participants. And there's quite a strong social side to it and also a strong sort of business development, professional development and networking side to it. So students come around with finish up with a lot of sort of professional experience, but also a lot of personal development. Another program that I'd like to make reference to is our New York Career Development Program. So we ran this in 2019 and we took a small group of students to New York. The idea was that the students received on-campus career development workshops and it covered everything from networking to professional and personal development to you know, industry awareness and basically reaching out to individuals who can support them with their career. It also, as with the highlighted program, was a seven-day international trip to New York and the 10 participants were able to meet with a whole range of alumni that are individuals that have a strong connection to Queens and Northern Ireland. And these were individuals from companies such as Twitter, Moet Hennessy, KPMG and a whole range of other organizations. As part of the program, the students were able to attend an alumni networking event and at this event we brought a lot of Queen's alumni who are currently living and working within the city and they were able to share information about their experiences 
why they chose to work and live abroad and also just give advice and sort of context for the future should the students require them. In terms of this year's programme, we are going to make a decision early in semester two whether it's viable to run this programme in a safe and safe manner. And at that stage, we'll be releasing and promoting all the, the programme details through my future and also through social media. Okay, another programme that I'd like to highlight is uh, called the George Moore Scholarships. It's a fantastic opportunity for students who wish to undertake postgraduate study at either a PhD or a master's level in the US or even Canada. Uh, it is a very, very generous scholarship. It cover, not only covers the cost of your education fees in the US or Canada, but it covers travel, visa, health and insurance as well as day-to-day -day living costs. So when I was first initially introduced to this program uh, last year, I was a bit surprised at how generous the scholarship was because if you imagine how expensive US uh, university fees are alone and then to throw in all of the rest of the benefits, including the day-to-day -day living costs, this is a very, very generous package. So George Moore himself was a very successful Irish-American businessman and he attributed his success to participating or taking the opportunity to do a further education in Georgetown, George, Georgetown University and um, his family decided that they would like to offer this scholarship to uh, approximately 300 students over the next 10 years to take part in further postgraduate study, as I say, in either the US or Canada. So the website will have food eligibility criteria and the scholarship program will be delivering an information session on the 4th of November. I'm going to ask Rachel just to include the, the link in the chat section, but I definitely encourage everyone to come along. Last year was the first year of it, and Queen's were very successful in the sense that we had two students that were offered a fully funded scholarship. One of them wasn't able to accept it, but the other one is currently out in Austin, Texas, and she'll be coming along to that information session just to talk about her experiences to be it and give some helpful advice and tips on how to apply uh, for the scholarship. So at this stage, uh, I think you've heard enough from myself and Colnith, and we're now going to invite Michael and Rory on to the, the session. Um, we're going to ask them a few questions just about their experiences and some insights into what they did during their time in the US. Uh, Michael, can I start with yourself just to give a bit of an introduction? Hi, Roy. Um, thank you. So my name is Michael Downey. I'm a final year student studying business information technology. And I just completed a one-year placement in New York City, in Manhattan. Excellent. Thank you very much. Rory, can I ask you to introduce yourself as well? Um, so my name's Rory, and I just graduated from Grama this year. And I took I did a summer in 2019 in New Hampshire, working in a summer camp. Very good. Uh, start with yourself, then, Rory. Just want to have you on. Uh, why did Why did you apply yep. for the for the program? Um, I think I just. I was something I was always interested in and um, it was something I was actually thinking about in school but because of the way the school year works I wouldn't have worked by the time I'd finished camp I would have been starting school and it just would have been too fast so university was a good time to to start to, to do something to pick up something like that um, but yeah it was, a, it was a chance of experience in um, America which I hadn't done before I'd never been um, it meant I could like travel it but I also had you know, a wage coming in while I was there. So I was able to, 
you know, live there while earning money and then go traveling around it. So it was a good way of, um, you know, discovering a new country that I hadn't been to before, basically. Fantastic. Thank you very much. And obviously money is very important to a lot of these international opportunities and experiences. Uh, Michael, what about yourself? Why did, why did you apply for your international experience? Again, as Rui just said, uh, the opportunity to travel, you know, in, in the United States is amazing. Also, uh, my placement was directly related to what I study and what I want to do is I was working as a software developer. So, you know, got real hands-on experience in, you know, startup uh, SaaS company in Manhattan, you know, it's fast paced. I met a lot of, you know, great people. Um, but yeah, the value in traveling, going, doing stuff that new is, you know, it's second to none. And I would advise any student uh, just to go for it. Fantastic. Uh, you, you were mentioning in previous conversations that you did a wee bit more traveling than expected. Yeah, first yes. that first, please. Um, so luckily, you know, obviously, as Ray also said, you know, you're making a wage. Um, I was on an intern salary, you know, so I had the opportunity to travel quite a lot. Um, I went to various places. I went to Orlando. Um, I went to Miami. I went to Houston, Texas. I went to upstate New York. Uh, Marco Ireland and Florida, Tampa and Florida. Um, I travel quite a lot, so you know, it's it's such a great opportunity. Um, you know, once you're over there, the the internal you know domestic flights are not that expensive, so you know it's just a great opportunity to travel around the country. Fantastic. Thanks very much, Michael. Rory, you mentioned there as part of the summer camp, you you have extra time at the end to do a bit of traveling. Um, you've completed the program a couple of times now. Have you taken advantage of that 30-day period? Yeah, so whenever we finish, we finish like middle of August um, and you have 30 days to, to play with basically and you can just go anywhere. You can stay in the area that you're actually in, but you have the whole run of the place. Um, so what we did was actually, we were in New Hampshire, so it was quite close to Boston. So we went straight down to Boston, then flew to Miami, then up to Orlando, then flew to New York. And then back to Boston again. So it was a good, you know, circle of the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I had to think which coast I was on. But um, yeah, no, basically it was it was great. I absolutely loved it. I loved the freedom of being able to do it. And um, you know, you didn't have to to plan ahead that much. You know, once we got to Miami, we didn't know where we were really going next. We knew Orlando, but after that, we were like, we didn't know whether we we're going to New Orleans or New York. So, like you were saying about the flights being quite cheap. You were able to just book it there and then, and then just fly to New York, which was really handy. Very good. In, in terms of the sort of US summer camp style, it's um, it's obviously very popular. But you know, in terms of day to day sort of tasks and job role, what what do you what do you what did you get involved in? So it's busy days. I will say that it was up early, and you know, a lot of a lot of activities, but um. It depends on the camp that you'll go to and what role you'll be part of. Um, I'm actually an activity leader, so um, we, you know, led an activity for like certain periods of the day as well as working with the kids. But I know some camps do. Like, you, you'll be a general counselor where you just work with the kids the entire day and take them from activity to activity. But uh, it honestly depends on what you apply for. But you know, it can range from teaching, um, you know, arts and crafts to sports to boating, swimming, it just it depends on what your skills, uh, you know, what skills you have that you can actually put into good use. Um, but of course, other than that, there's also like, you know, 
just day to day working with the kids, you know, making sure that they're, you know, happy and that they're enjoying themselves. And, you know, there's a fun, it's, it's a lot of fun as well. You know, they, they are funny. <laughs> um, especially Mark, they are funny. Good. So you hear, obviously, you're able to put a lot of your degree into practice in terms of day-to-day -day activities yeah, exactly, and events. Yeah. Fantastic. Exactly. Michael, what about your day-to-day -day job in terms of the startup? Day-to-day, -day was, um, so I was focused on working on automated testing and front-end development. Um, so those are the two areas, you know, I was interested in. And I did a various, you know, various other tasks as a startup, you know, you have multiple, multiple roles, but, you know, placing the whole purpose of placement here, just figure out, you know, what you want to, you know, what you want to, what do you want to focus on once you graduate? So I got a good opportunity to explore, you know, different, different areas within the software world, uh, like testing, front end development, back end development. Um, so yeah, learned a lot of technical skills and communication skills. And as I said, it's fast paced, you know, startup company is only 35 employees. So, you know, you were communicating with the, the CTO, CEO, you know, with a lot of exposure, you know, it was just, it was amazing. It was such a cool experience. Very, very interesting. Do you, you, Michael, you, you touched on a few things that you gained from experience. Is there, is there anything else in terms of professional or personal skills or, or new experiences that you'd like to share with us? Yeah. So, I actually did. You have to be proactive. You know, if you want to pe meet people and network, uh, you, you have to be proactive. Um, the Irish Consulate in New York run a, an event on the first Friday of every month. So I went to it. Um, it was usually starts at 8 a.m. Um, you have a breakfast and all. Um, everything was free. And you go and you just network uh, with, you know, other Irish people that are um, that are out in the U.S. And they bring in, you know, a... a a successful speaker uh, in the first Friday of each month. So you know, you're networking with uh, other professionals in the city. Um, so yeah, networking was a big thing. I met a lot of, you know, a lot of people from back home, but that have also went out there and they're, you know, they're doing the same thing that you've did. So you can relate a lot with these people. Um, so yeah, networking was huge uh, out there. Pretty good. So you have a lot of contacts you can sort of reach out to in the future in terms of, only sort of professional aspects, but if you're back in the city meeting them for coffee or yeah. date. What about yourself, Rory? What, what you, did you take away from your, your comp experiences? Um, I think definitely the memories. It's it's somewhere that you're definitely going to, to come away with the most unreal memories and friends from all over the world as well. Um, those are two, two of the top things, but like in terms of skills, you know, you've, you've got this experience working with kids that you haven't really you don't get a lot of opportunities to to do before you do something like camp um also working with a, a team um you know putting together workshops for you know that are exciting especially if you're going into teaching or something like that it's a good good thing to have on cv to be able to say um that you've done this you've put these together you've worked with kids for like the entire day so it's all the, the pastoral stuff as well as you know um putting activities together but um, yeah, I would definitely say the friends that I've got, you know, from Spain and from America, Canada, England, you know, all the way over, it's a pretty cool thing to have. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Is there, go back to yourself, uh, Rory, is there any specific experiences that you remember that sort of stand out? You, you mentioned memories there. Is there anything else? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I do remember um, others like loads, but I'm trying to think in particular. I remember when I first got to Boston. 
it was kind of surreal, you know. Yeah, I'd never been to America before, like, let alone being on my own in America. But uh, it was so surreal. I just met these people, what, five, like, just before I got on the plane, seven hours before, and we were now in America, and we all kind of knew each other. But it, it was it was so surreal. It was incredible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. When we got to the camp, I remember um, it was late at night, so it was very strange being in a pitch-black forest in the middle of the night. But... You know, that place eventually became home and it was somewhere that you didn't want to leave at the end of it, basically. Brilliant. Fantastic. It's good to hear. Michael, what about yourselves? Is there anything that sort of sticks out in your memory from the year in, in New York or your time in America? I think, obviously, what I learned in placement, but traveling um, traveling was huge. Uh, one weekend, we went to upstate New York um, for snowboarding for the weekend. Um, with a bunch of friends, there was like ten of us. Uh, that one, that was great fun. Um, that was probably one of the highlights. And then just you know going to the U.S. Open tennis, going to PGA Tour um, golf tournament. You know you've these iconic events. Uh, you know those were amazing. They usually watch them on TV at home, like the U.S. Open tennis and the PGA Tour golf. But being there in person was amazing. Like watching you know all the professionals walk past. It's it's really cool. Excellent. In terms of this session, just before we finish this part of this session, um, is there any sort of final advice or information that you share with your sort of classmates and other students? Start with yourself, Michael. Yeah, go. Please. Um, just, I don't know. Just go for it. Um, you have to be proactive. You know, once the application is open, you know, apply. Uh, like my visa sponsor, you know, they're very supportive. Uh, once you apply, you know, they'll be sending you information. You just have to be on the ball. Um, and if you really want to do it, like you will be on the ball. Uh, I think just go for it. It's going to be one of the best experiences of your life. Like, honestly, that one year in New York has been the best experience to date in my life, you know, both for professional reasons and personal. I mean, you learn so much. You, you meet new people from different cultures. You try new food. Like, you see new places. It's, it's just it's an all round, like it's a win-win. Um, and if you have the opportunity to do it, like you should just go for it. That's, that's my advice. Excellent. Thank you very much, Michael. Rory, in terms of the summer camps or general advice that you would give your classmates and other students? Um, I think don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt that you wouldn't be able to do it or that you'll, you'll reach a stage where you're just like, I can't do this anymore because you'll surprise yourself what you can actually do. Uh, when you're there, because it is scary going over to a country for what three or four months that you've never been to before. But uh, yeah, you you surprise yourself how well you actually can do it, and uh, how much you change after it as well. It's a real learning experience, um, and how much you like view the world differently as well. Um, in terms of like the application, I would say apply early enough, but it doesn't have to be too early. But um, it gives you a wee bit more option of like seeing what camps you want to go to if you apply earlier rather than later. So yeah, that's what I would say. Fantastic. Thank you very much. I just want to say, uh, guys, on behalf of the Global Opportunities team, thank you very much for contributing to today's session. As I say, it's useful to hear from me and Colmouth, but it's, it's more exciting to hear from you guys that have actually packed your bags and, and taken the sort of brave step to, to go and try these new experiences. So thank you very much. So I'm going to continue on um, with um, opportunities now in, in Canada. 
um, and I'm going to cover the, the Canada and Australia Exchange Program, IASTE, um, Camp Canada, um, and other camps as well, sorry, not just Camp Canada, and um, my tax research, research internship. The first, um, the University Exchange Program. So this, this program um, is open to undergrad students of any nationality, um, and allows students to um, spend one semester or a full academic year um, studying at one of three institutions. Um, two of these are in Canada and one is in Australia. So the ones in Canada are the likes of the University of Alberta um, in Edmonton and Queen's University Kingston in, in Kingston in Ontario. Um, and then obviously there's another one um, which is a little further away in the University of Newcastle in Australia. Um, like I say, open to any undergraduate student from any nationality um, as long as you're studying full time. Um, and what happens is you, the semester or the year that you spend abroad would replace the time that you would have been at Queen's, which means that the marks that you, on the, the, the modules that you undertake whilst you're studying away would then be converted back um, and go towards your degree programme here at Queen's. Um, for students who went away in the past, we were able to provide a travel award. We would hope to do that in the future for any future placements. It's been around about 750 to um, £1,000. But um, we would hope to be able to do that um, in the future for any any future exchanges. Um, in terms of the, the fees, um, you would pay your fees to Queen's. You wouldn't pay your fees to any of the, the institutions. And for any students who normally would pay NIGB or EU fees and spend a full year um, in Canada or Australia, you would only pay half the normal tuition fees um, to Queen's for that year. Um, for those spending um, one semester, and um, you would just pay the normal fees to Queen's. Now, though that half fees doesn't apply to any international students. You just pay normal fees um, to Queen's. Um, it's a fantastic opportunity to get to see Canada or Australia, um, and any students that have went out before have, have loved the experience. Um, the applications will open probably towards the end of the year, um, and we will be running standalone sessions um, in the new year. So around about January time, I'll be um, organising a few of those. And then we close the applications around about um, February time. Um, you can see more information if you go on to go.qb.ac.uk forward slash go global. Um, I'm just going to mention the IASTE programme, um, which is uh, administered by, by British Council. Um, this allows students to go out on paid international placements, not just to the US and Canada, all around the world. And these range from about six weeks up to, up to 12 months. Um, any nationality student is able to apply. Um, from second year onwards. Um, and usually it's for STEM-related subjects. However, we would always advise students um, to, to contact British Council um, or the IASTE program um, and mention the course that you're on to see if there's any of uh, these placements that would be eligible for yourself. The placements usually will go to the likes of um, other universities, um, or government bodies or, or, or companies as well. Um, and in terms of the support you would receive from British Council and the IASTE programme, you would receive um, support in choosing an employer, any visas you may need to apply for, finding accommodation and settling into the country, which can be really, really important when you are looking to, to move. Um, we would have students going out regularly um, each year. Um, a few just, I mentioned a few countries there, the likes of USA, Japan, Austria, Germany, Hungary. I know that we've had students before that have went to um, Ghana went to China, all around the world. In terms of the costs for students um, to undertake the placements, there is a placement fee of around about £200, um, but then you would also have to cover the likes of flights 
um, and travel visas, vaccinations, and spending money. There is a career. Uh, there, there's a careers employability and skills scholarship available. There has been in the past, and we would have the scholarship available um, for um, continuing programs. Um, but um, so that may be able to contribute somewhat towards um, to those costs. And um, there will be a standalone IASTE session coming up, um, and my colleague Rachel will will put the, the link for that into the into the chat. And um, I think I believe it's coming up. Um, let's see. Coming up, um, well, it's coming up on the, uh, before the end of the year. That's probably got. Um, and you can see more information on the British Council website just at the bottom of the screen. Now, um, Rory had mentioned about being on the summer camps, and what a fantastic opportunity! Um, I've mentioned a few summer camps at the top of the screen there: Camp Canada, Camp America, and Bunak. But there's loads of other different ones. Um, these guys, Camp America and Bunak, also American Summers is another um, camp. Um, organize, uh, organizer and uh, USA summer camps. There, there's a few of these that are coming along to the fair on Wednesday. So if it's, summer camps is something that you're interested in, definitely come along to that virtual fair um, from 12 to 2 on Wednesday. So you would, like Rory mentioned, you spend um, the summer working um, and living in a summer camp with a, the, the minimum um, duration for a lot of these programs is nine weeks. Um, there's different roles available. I know that in the past we've had students um, who have um, undertaken kind of a leadership role, but we've also had students who have kind of worked maybe with um, as as a lifeguard during that, that that time, or maybe like a sports coach. Um, and then there are different types of camps to choose from. Um, some students we've heard that have worked on camps that are specifically designed to work with kids with um, disabilities. So there's different range um, of those camps. The costs to apply, and we would advise um, drilling down into the costs when you are looking to apply, and um, because there can be a difference in the different camps, uh, camp providers, and um, so always take a look at the costs and what your potential wage would be if you're if you're when you're out there. Some salaries that we have seen in the past would be ranging from six hundred to twelve hundred and fifty fifty dollars. And um, again, a lot of these camps will be visiting the fair, so what a great opportunity to get to chat to them. Um, you know, at the at the event on Wednesday, um, and then obviously there is the the benefit of being able to travel potentially after um, you undertake your your camp placement, um, as long as your visa allows. So I'm going to hand back over to Rory, and um, who'll cover the MyTax research um, program. Okay, so this is our final opportunity that we're going to discuss uh, in this session. MyTax is an organisation that runs a program where US or Canadian universities offer research internships to international students across the world. Uh, it usually is advertising towards the end of semester two for not the coming summer but the following summer, so there's a bit of a lead-in time. And what they offer is a 12-week research internship for students to complete research in their area that is linked to their degree pathway. Uh, Queen's actually co-fund part of this research internship opportunity. So what we do is we fully fund the flights, the visa, the accommodation. MyTechs provide a, a living stipend that each student get. So as I mentioned, there are all subjects are considered. And what happens is once you register interest, uh, you're then nominated by Queen's and you put forward and then you begin to see what research opportunities are available within different universities. So potentially students could choose a location and the research internship that matches or else choose a specific research area that interests them and then search for a location 
that is offering this internship. It's widely uh, participated by Canadian universities, and there are 45 universities that take part in this. And each university will nominate uh, academic member staff to support you. So it'll be academic research that they're involved in, and they'll give you specific tasks and roles that you need to complete, and it'll ultimately go towards their area of research. There is a competitive application process, and this year we had 10 students that are currently competing for a small number of places and they are currently being sort of called for interviews and going through the selection process. In terms of the eligibility criteria, you need to be a full-time undergraduate student, and this is where it's important. You need to be either a first year of a three-year program or second year of a four-year program. So there is very defined that students from these year groups need to be, uh, you need to be eligible before you apply, because ultimately on completion of the internship, you need to come back to to complete your final year. In terms of an average, uh, for strong students who have a 65 and above average, and you need to be fluent in the oral written English and or French, depending on the location of the university. University. So if it's in Quebec, then they are looking potentially for students who can speak French. Okay guys, so if you do require further information, as I said at the very beginning, you log onto our website and review the programs in more detail. Uh, on my future, you can book in for one-to-one -one appointments virtually. You can register for the information sessions as part of Global Week and the further 12 information sessions that we'll be running in semester one, semester two. Um, if you do have any other queries, feel free to email us at goglobal.qub.ac.uk and we'll be there to sort of provide any guidance or advice or any help we can. Okay, um, so, so look, we'll, we'll, um, we'll sign off here and hopefully we'll see you at one of the other sessions taking place throughout the week. Thanks a lot for coming along and um, taking the time to listen um, to this session. Okay. You've been listening to a podcast from the Careers, Employability and Skills team at Queen's. Music by Ben Sound. To access Careers Support at Queen's, please visit our website go.qub ac.uk forward slash careers or follow at QUB careers on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.